Hello, welcome to our new podcast, Just Fucking Talk About It. Society tells us that it is not polite to talk about certain subjects. We say, fuck that, just fucking talk about it. We're here to make you feel uncomfortable. We're going to have an honest discussion and conversation about subjects that may seem distasteful or taboo, but we think we need to stop being so squeamish and find the common ground and humor in life. We may say some things that are squeamy, controversial, and or disturbing to some viewers. However, we never want to body shame, kink shame, or otherwise embarrass anyone. Now settle in and let us gross you out. If you have any comments or ideas, please contact us at justeffingtalkaboutit@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to episode two. We're hoping that you listened to episode one, you liked it, and you're ready to talk about some shit. Because we're not going to talk about shit today, but we're going to talk about some other shit. Yeah, so uh, we did our ceremonial shot probably like five minutes ago. Yeah, and oh, so... It was the good with the bad and the ugly. Yeah, so we did uh, Gentleman Jack with a uh, sweet and spicy sour pickleback. What I don't recommend it. No, pickleback, great. Especially with Gentleman Jack if you're doing a nice dill sour pickleback. <coughs> perfect. Perfect. This was not. Why he brought us the sweet and sour spicy? Because well, we've got like a jar. It's like a mix. So it's like half sweet and sour spicy with leftover crappy dill dumped in. <laughs> But it was just straight, straight up sour, spicy, disgusting. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. So Stick we've been, to the dill. We've been uh, debating our topic today uh, pretty much most of the day. And we've decided that, yeah, it's it's kind of taboo and it's kind of awkward and we're going to talk about it. So, so let's just fucking talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about porn. Um, yeah. You know? It's something that not a lot of people discuss their their preferences and their history with porn. And it's a subject that everybody's interested in and not a lot of people talk about. Yeah. So we're going to tell you about some porn. Yeah. Um, I think we should start out with our first introductions to porn. And I agree. So do you want to go first? Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So, as a kid, my uh, parents and grandparents were very prudish, and um, I found, I think, first my creepy grandfather's uh, porn magazine stash, and then uh, I also found out that they had videos, and Mm -hmm. I kind of watched them when I was super young, and, but I had, like, a system set up, so, like, I even found my mom's crap. And the idea is to, I figured it out, because oh, everything was on VHS, because, you know, we're kind of old. Um, so you figure out where it's at, and then you watch it, and you remo- rewind it back to the space where it was, so the parents don't realize that their youngins are watching the dirty deeds. Yes. Yeah. So So what kind of porn was it that they had? Like, what, what kind of videos are we talking oh, about? Oh, God. I wish that it was Debbie Do- Do- Does Dallas, but it was not. <laughs> It was the infamous uh, Taboo series, so <laughs> it really jaded my view. <laughs> I mean, porn. honestly, for any kid that grew up in the 80s and early 90s with videos, 
for some reason, we all came across the Taboo series at some point. It was literally something that we all whispered about in sleepovers. Yeah, I mean, like, for, like, joint porn watching, um, my brother and I would try to watch, like, the jaded, like, mixed color Skinamax, and we're like, I think that's a boob. Is that a boob? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When when cable had like porn channels, but you couldn't get them unscrambled because your parents didn't subscribe, you know we'd always try and watch find... that. Yeah, though so my dad <clears throat> did have Skinamax, and he had a problem with taping the movies directly from Skinamax and taping over my movies. Um, so I can't tell you how many times. I would go downstairs and be like, I'm going to watch my copy of Stand By Me or The Lost Boys, especially The Lost Boys. I swear to God, he taped over The Lost Boys three or four times, different tapes I had. And I'd be like, I want to watch some pretty vampires and not sparkly ones. No, pretty vampires. Like legit vampires, like Keeper Sutherland. Exactly. And I'd turn it on and it would be like... Oh, the naughty secretary's gonna go to her boss now. Oops, her shirt's coming unbuttoned. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, on that note, um, one of my first, like, real, like, basically porn but not porn videos that I absolutely loved was The Secretary. Oh, the movie, The Secretary. <clears throat> um, Such a good movie. Yes, yes. James Spader, Maggie mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal. Like, bringing a little bit of the BDSM to almost the mainstream. Yeah, that was actually a brilliant movie. That was really good. Like, you got the full spectrum of that community, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. And Maggie Maggie Gyllenhaal is gorgeous. She is. She plays a great role. But, yeah, so, I mean, it was like that and, like, just... Going that route and, like, you know, becoming a young adult in my 20s and not knowing which sites are cool or not and infecting my computer. (laughs) But, I mean, I think the hardest thing to find in my early 20s was, like, legitimate, like, lesbian porn. Because, like, old school and even now, like, fake-ass lesbian porn is, like, the straight, you know lesbian porn actresses or performers or whatever you want to call them like just going to town and i'm like she don't even know what she's doing like how could you go put face first into something that you know like every inch of your body and just making a mess of it and it's like well because that is not lesbian porn for a lesbian audience that is what men think lesbian sex is like yeah so i got this one video i bought at a adult store I was probably like 20. It was like a San Francisco lesbians or something. And like the first scene is this like little ginger chick like plowing this like plus size chick on a fucking swing. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) However, it eventually turned into like this weird alien sex thing. Mm -hmm. And like the aliens like. Oh, (laughs) it was so weird. Like, I was like, I can't get into this. This is not fun. Like, I don't like this. So I think, you know, the evolution of porn is totally different. Like, 
now it's 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 a much bigger animal and you know it's one of those things where you're like okay i could see where some people would be completely addicted to this and it would be problematic but you know i mean if 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 you're bored and you want to get off you know you might watch something yeah i mean so i kind of come from a family that was very 70s little too open in my opinion so um my father and my mother um and as we've talked to our friends about this they had the infamous joy of sex book that oh god <laughs> was out on the shelves with everything else and you're like Oh, what do we have to read? Oh, what is this? Oh, God, it's hairy people and weird <clears throat> contortions. And you're like, is that what sex is about? And you're like, how are they even comfortable? Like, I don't understand. And then I went from that to going through my basement and finding my dad's stash. And, God, I hope my dad doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> What's up, Dale? <laughs> He had grocery bags, brown paper grocery bags, hidden in the back of our basement that had, I shit you not, hundreds of books, like porn literature. Porn manga. Basically. <laughs> and... But no pictures, just words, so... No, there were pictures in porn, some of them. Yeah, no, I know, I saw those. Porn novelettes. Yes, little, like, novellas, um, but of... Every variety from, like, you know, normal, quote-unquote, hetero man and woman finding each other and having sex to some hardcore BDSM, like, non-consensual shit to... There was the occasional animal involved, I don't know... Um, I think he was just seeing what he could get his hands on and read, but that was like a big thing for him. And he loved his books and he would take me with him sometimes when he was out and about and be like, sit in the car. I got to go exchange my books and get some new ones. <laughs> so it was like the porn library, basically. And I knew what was going on. We didn't really talk about it, but... It was an accepted thing because he was a single father. I was an only child. He was going out for the day. He had to take me with him. And that happened. <laughs> um, you know, I, mean, there, yeah. like, I mean, one of my first introductions to the whole thing, right, is I was probably like five or six. And um, my dad was reading like a, a wrestling magazine, maybe. And it had like female wrestlers, and but uh, actually, it was a porn mag. I didn't know. Um, but he's like, "Go give this to your mom and tell her that I want her to tell me a bedtime story." Oh God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like these little things you don't think about, but it totally traumatizes your children. So if you're thinking about it, don't fucking do it. <laughs> don't or just be really fucking honest about it, and don't like, you know, just normalize it to a point where everybody's cool with it up front so you're not having weird flashbacks to it later yeah because i mean i remember doing that and my mom went in and just slapped the shit out of my dad it was great it was fucking awesome but at the same time i was like oh that was really weird yeah dad come on and i mean speaking 
before. I mean, I my dad did have a couple of actual videotapes that he had gotten from the store, including the original Debbie Does Dallas. So I have seen that. That was um, an education. Um, also, you know, I mean, I found the books. I read the books. I mean, that was kind of my introduction to how things worked and yeah i mean you know i I will add on the plus side seeing these things at a young age i knew right away that i didn't want anything to do with that i was like ew that's gross i don't want to do that i didn't know that that was not normal for a long time yeah i mean i had that 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 space but at the same time i was like But, I mean, I think coming from a more heterosexual approach, heteronormative approach to things, because, you know, I didn't realize until much later that I was open to many other options. Um, You know, it took me a while to realize that these things were not what... (laughs) um, actual caring couples did with each other. Yeah, I mean, that dipstick doesn't always have to go in the donut hole. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like it was, oh, it was, it was definitely a complicated mix. And I mean, I don't hate it because it, it allowed me to understand myself much younger than I probably would have, but I didn't realize what the fuck I was understanding. Well, yeah, and then, I mean, speaking to your other point of porn preferences for ourselves later on, um, I don't necessarily look for lesbian porn, but I definitely am much more interested in porn where women are actually enjoying themselves, you know, whether it's with a man or with a woman, that doesn't really concern me. I, I enjoy both, but it was more of... You know, is it just about him getting off and her just making some noises to make him feel good? Like, because that's what the director, like, told her to do? Or is it more of, like, okay, I can tell that, like, she is actually enjoying herself as well. And that, to me, is more important than just watching two people copulate. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those things like, what is <clears throat> the intimacy connection, right? That's like that one weird video I was talking to you about. So it gets even weirder. I mean, I know the alien thing is weird, uh-huh. but apparently there's like this dessert foody thing going on, and there's a bunch of lesbians and they're all just banging on this table over food, and like one shoves a piece of cake into the other one, and it's really fucking weird. That fucked me up. So, honestly, watching a bunch of different porn things, like, seeing Mm -hmm. that, I was like, oh, no. But now, I think, you know, especially, like, way before I met you, like, when testosterone kicked in and I found a different interest in things, I kind of gravitated towards, like, uh, a lot of trans guy porn. Okay. But trans guys with gay men, and that was interesting. Um, but it still has that heteronormative right. situation, and a lot of people don't get that. And I mean, that's cool and everything. But I think my first like real introduction to like interesting porn mm-hmm. was um, 
my best friend, we went out. He was hanging out with his boyfriend. And we got back to his house, and he's making out with the boyfriend, ready to get things on. And we're watching, like, this gay male porn. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, um, army base. And it's like, yeah, you take that, private. And all I could do was make fun of it the entire time. He's like, I'm trying to do my thing, and you're fucking it up. And I'm like, well, this is funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I have female friends who watch almost exclusively gay male porn. Because to them, that's way more interesting. Um, dicks and dicks. Yeah, I mean, if that's what they like to watch. I mean, granted, the friend who I'm talking about is basically a gay man in a woman's body anyway. Yeah. Um, But she and our other gay best friend, they like to, you know, swap DVDs on occasion. And he's like, oh, I got new gay porn. You want to watch it? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, hey, you know, if that's what she's into, I mean, I'll be honest, I found a very weird um, attraction to, you know, like Japanese hentai. I don't know why, but I found it. I find it fascinating. Um, It's something that I will admit to. Um, I didn't know what it was. I looked it up at one point and I was like, oh, huh. Yeah. Okay. I can watch this. It's like... But what's your favorite? I don't know, to be honest. I mean... As long as I think that the woman is enjoying herself, that, to me, is the most important thing. Because then I can kind of, like, get into the story. I think that's a bigger thing for women, too, is that we're not just there to watch, like, the fucking... Or at least for me, I need a storyline to get into it and feel like I'm part of it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And I want to feel like that it's about my pleasure because that's what I'm about at that moment. Yeah. And I want to feel like I'm involved in that and um, can appreciate being in the moment, I guess. You know, I I can... put myself in the place of the protagonist if there is one in this situation to use literary terms but i mean point blank is whatever get you gets you off that's cool i mean that's your thing i mean and, you know as long as in the end whatever your actual reality is that you enjoy that you have a good time but as long as you're not hurting anybody else without their consent, even if it you are hurting somebody else, but you have their consent, I don't care. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, be it porn literature. I mean, I actually also do enjoy reading porn. Yeah. Um, I feel like the romance novels were like everyone's introduction to porn because some of them are pretty dirty. Yes. Um, and fan fiction for a lot of people these yeah. days is yeah. a very good introduction to that. Yeah. Um, but tell us what gets you off. Tell us what your weird stories of finding porn when you were a kid. We want to be able to like share these stories with you because we know you all have them and you all need to talk about this shit. So let's normalize it. Um, yep. Drop us a line on our Gmail account. It's just effing talk about it at gmail.com. Yep. And if you drop us some good ones, we'll share them on the next podcast or mm-hmm. we'll get together a list of them and share them on another podcast. And, <clears throat> you know, look 
for us on Instagram and Facebook soon. We're working on putting those together. Yeah, we're just kind of slow. It's not that. I kind of have an idea. I'm just trying to work on a logo for us. Yeah, we, we kind of got a lot going on, though, so that makes sense, right? Yeah, and, you know, I downloaded a lot of fonts. I haven't gotten much further than that. Fonts? <laughs> fonts are porn. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> porn. Thank but, you for um, joining us. I hope you enjoyed this uh, little stint. Um, I hope that you're giggling along with us because that's the whole point of all this. We yeah. don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Well, we do, but we yeah. want to be a, but in re- a fun way. Remember, regardless of how you identify uh, whatever you watch and it does a thing, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and uh, we love you guys. Have a wonderful evening. We're patiently awaiting this uh, snowstorm we're supposed to have. Yeah, we're, we're hunkering down because there's supposed to be a big four to eight inches tonight, and some people really enjoy a good four to eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically eight. <laughs> but, um, you 1. know. 1.5 by eight. <laughs> Hopefully you are warm and cozy where you are, and... We will catch you with something weird next week. Yep, we appreciate you. We love you. Keep in touch. Wait for every Monday night because we're going to bring you some shit. Uh, not necessarily poop, but shit, you know. Yeah. Just fucking talk about it. Yeah.